0: Coming up on episode 42 of the Keto Camp podcast, we have the author of the book, Earthing, Clint Ober.
1: why anybody who gets grounded, it works for adults too, if, you go out, if you're all stressed out and you're all wired up because of the day or because of business or, or whatever it might be, just go outdoors, take your shoes off. It's hard to be upset or mad when you get got your bare feet on the earth. It just drains it out of you, it calms you down.
0: I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the KetoCamp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Benazadi, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hello there. Welcome back to the Keto Camp Podcast, or if this is your first time, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. In this episode, we chat with Clint Ober, who is the founder of the Earthing Institute, author of Earthing. He also has a great movie all about earthing. And in this podcast, we talk all about, well, you guessed it, earthing, aka grounding, (laughs) aka vitamin G. What exactly is grounding? Is it woo-woo? Is it a whole bunch of nonsense and just Quacks talking about benefits that are not really there, scientifically proven to be there, or is there actually science starting to catch up? So you'll find out in this episode, Clint shares his story of knocking on death's door about a huge abscess in his liver and how doctors essentially told him to get his affairs in order. You cannot heal from what's going on here and how he was able to overcome that. Powerful story, we talk about the liver and how the liver can regenerate back to 100% and then we get into the amazing benefits of grounding how to ground what are the top ways to ground why having thick blood leads to inflammation and why grounding thins your blood and reduces inflammation and guess what keto camper every disease is linked to inflammation meaning grounding can help with every disease you'll learn more about that he's going to share some grounding hacks for you if you don't have hours to spend each day doing some grounding I asked him if pets get benefits from grounding, like I want to know if my dog gets benefits from grounding. We talk about that, and then I asked Clint what his most surprising benefit of grounding is that he's discovered over the years, and he shares that. Uh, So we'll get into this episode shortly with Clint. I first want to remind you that this podcast episode is sponsored by the world's healthiest coffee beans, my favorite keto coffee beans, which comes from Purity Coffee. Purity Coffee, they do things right. They do not cut corners. They make their decision based off of health, not profit. They have the highest antioxidant coffee in the world. They tested this versus the top 42 coffee brands out there and they won hands down. They also tested this in a taste test and they won hands down. The fact of the matter is that most of the coffee out there has toxins in it. It has mold, it has heavy metals, it has pesticides and herbicides and it's not good. And coffee can be so beneficial to you on your keto and fasting journey if you do it the right way, and Purity does it the right way. So if you wanna get your bag of Purity coffee beans delivered to your door, head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com, and you can get yours delivered very soon. Lastly, if this episode is helpful to you, take a screenshot of it and post it on your Instagram profile or Instagram story and tag me in it. I'll be sure to see that and share it on my Instagram story and we'll get some other keto campers following you back. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi. That is T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. Go ahead and do that and let's get into this episode with the awesome Clint Ober. Clinton Ober started as a cable TV salesman in Billings, Montana, and rose to become a leader in the industry. In the early 1970s, he formed Telecrafter Corporation and built it into the largest provider of cable marketing and installation services in the United States. Following a near fatal disease in 1993, he embarked on a personal journey for a higher purpose in life. During his travels, he discovered earthing and has been resolutely focused. Ever since, to promote the scientific exploration and practical applications for the concept. Clint Over, welcome to the Keto Camp podcast. Thanks,
1: Ben. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to be here and visit with you.
0: Yeah, it's my pleasure. I'm grateful that you carved out part of your day to spend time with me and introduce what you're up to to the Keto Camp community. And we're going to get to all the amazing things you're up to. I have your books here. I have your your CD for your documentary. I'm wearing one of the patches. And we'll get to all of that. But before we do, I want to hear your story. I want you to share your story with my audience and how you got into what you're doing today.
1: Okay. Well, it started uh, a long, long time ago. I'm 75 years old now. And... Um, Back in the uh, early 60s, I I you know, was involved in the communications industry for 30 years. I mean, uh, cable television, broadcast television, uh, satellite uplink down, like all that stuff. <clears throat> but anyhow, I left that industry uh, I was I, I can't remember all the dates now. <laughs> it was back in the 90, early early 90s. In that industry, you have to ground everything to the earth. Uh, And the earth has a negative surface charge, so when you connect anything to it, like a transmitter, a cable, or a receiver, uh, anything, then it holds it at earth potential. And that reduces noise, prevents noise, prevents charge. Uh, If there's lightning, it prevents fire, prevents all of these issues. And it's absolutely essential for everything to be grounded, perfectly grounded to the earth in order to maintain electrical stability and quality so but having that background and then also being from montana kind of a cowboy that's you know cowboy logic that's how i operate pretty much <clears throat> but anyhow i spent uh, all that time and and one day i was um, you know fixing a computer and and had some static problems and i um after I fixed it, I went outdoors and I noticed a, a tour bus coming up with a bunch of uh, tourists and they got off the bus and they all, they were wearing these, you know, white tennis shoes, Nike shoes, whatever. I, I don't know what brand for sure, but it looked like Nike. And um, it just intuitively, I asked the question, I wonder if loss of contact with the earth, loss of natural grounding could be affecting the body because the body's electrical. Everything in the body is electrical. And that's kind of where it started. So I started playing with it. And at that time, again, I was like 49 going on 50. I had a lot of chronic pain in my body. I grew up on a ranch. I grew up um, skiing, tennis, you name it. I had every injury, every kind of problem you can imagine. But I was 49 years old and um, uh, I was king of the mountain. And um, I went through a serious health uh, issue. I ended up Getting a, an abscess in my liver from a, a, a root canal, and it took about 30 days for it to manifest. But it, during that process, the bacteria had destroyed uh, a big chunk of my liver, and so I was 49 years old. And they um, told me at that time, and I was running a big company at that time too, and they told me that you know I had, um, you know, go, go home pretty much get myself in order because I was young enough to get a new liver at that time. But there, you know, you uh, didn't have the time. Usually, you're on a long waiting list or whatever. And back then, they didn't know as much as they knew now. But anyhow, so in that process, uh, a young uh, a surgeon suggested that, well, let's try cutting out all the bad liver and see what would happen. And it was a big chunk, uh, more than they had done before at that at that level. And I had no idea whether I was going to survive or not. And I did, and and the rest of that story's in the in the movie and everything. But after that process, kind of what happened is, you know, I had been in the played in the bigger the, the world at large in the communications industry, and but during that process, when I almost recognized that, you know, I, I I'm mortal, I'm going to die one of these days, and I almost died. And um, when I survived that, I just started looking around, noticing my life, and I. had this big shift take place internally where I just didn't want to go back to work. I didn't want to be part of the world I was before because it was just nothing but chasing money. And the more money you had, the more problems you had, the more attorneys, the more accountants, the more taxes, the more employee problems, (laughs) you name it. It was relentless. And so I really walked away from everything. And I just uh, said, I want to make my life about something different. I want to make my life about something, you know, more beneficial, more worthwhile, rather than just about money. And so that set me off on a journey. I spent about four years just driving around the United States and and living in RV parks and primarily um, in national parks, which was absolutely stunning because I wanted to find something different. I didn't want to, I I just wanted, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I was looking for. But anyhow, it came to me that uh, uh, through a process, I was intuitively, uh, when I saw this Tour bus. I I'm kind of skipping here, but that was the intuitive hit. That so I started checking our body voltage and uh, static electricity and ground potential and all of these things. But in the process, I, I accidentally learned that you know when you ground the body, pain goes away. Uh, this was pretty stunning, and it was myself and a few of my friends that I had grounded after I first learned this, and I spent. Uh, A long time looking around, trying to find uh, anything I could in the current literature. I would go to the medical libraries. I'd go, looked everywhere. Back then, the the internet was not a lot of resources. What year was this? 99. It's hard to believe that you can say 99. There were not a lot of resources available on the internet, but there (laughs) wasn't. You had AOL, and, and you didn't have very good service. But it is remarkable how far we've come in such a short period of time and i played a role in some of that and I, I no one had any idea what the internet was going to do or how technology was going to take off and i don't think anybody has a clue what's coming but we're just scratching the surface now and so anyhow um, it was kind of like okay uh, I, I had retired from my company i had and i was young and i had enough money to keep myself out of you know entertained for a period of time and so I kind of latched on to this, and uh, I started doing research. And I couldn't find anything myself, so I went to L.A. Uh, and in fact, I went to UCLA, and, and I talked to anybody and everybody I could. Everybody thought I was absolutely nuts. Sometimes I thought I was nuts. <laughs> but anyway, anyhow, we ended up finding a, a group of uh, researchers and doctors, and and we all ended up um, producing 24, 25 peer-reviewed studies in the last – 20 years and uh, they're all published and the fact that they're all published is pretty remarkable in and of itself. So what we really have come down to is we learned that in the process of examining all of these things that back in 1960 early 60 late 50s we had rubber sole shoes in the workplace and some athletics but when they came along with the synthetic plastics, and they were able to make the the uh, plastic sole shoes. And the first thing we did was put plastic on our shoes, plastic carpets in our home. And so we accidentally insulated ourselves from Earth. We lost our, our electrical ground to the planet. The human body throughout all history uh, was grounded. And it was a given because, you didn't know that what it would be like. To, it's like not having oxygen if you cut the oxygen supply off. So I, I'm not sure where to, where to go here uh, immediately, but in these studies, uh, uh, it became obvious that it, what we did is once we understood what was going on, then we started grounding people and we would notice pain went away. We have lots of studies on all this. It's all available at the earthinginstitute.net. But the bigger problem was, even though the first studies we realized that it was affecting cortisol, it was affecting a lot of things, but we didn't know the mechanism of action. We didn't know exactly what was causing this. You know, you touch the ground and it became very obvious after a short period, the earth is negative about 20 millivolts, could be more or less depending on what your elevation is and... Um, so on, so the reason, you know, common sense cowboy logic, the reason we ground anything to the earth in the electrical or the communications industry, is to maintain electrical stability to prevent charge. You can't have charge. You can't have static electricity. You can't you can't have any of this interference when the body is grounded to the earth, or when the you know a chassis of a computer, chassis of a cable system, or an amplifier. Re- you know, transmitter, receiver, or the lines, the cable lines, or any kind of communication, telephone lines, and so on. So, but that's why we ground everything to the earth. So, cowboy logics says, well, the body is the most electrical thing on the planet, or at least it was then, I think it still is. So, I just kind of intuitively said, okay, there's a connection here. So, our studies were to really come down to and say, what is the mechanism of action here? And so, Stephen Sinatra, who you mentioned uh, earlier, I went back and visited with Stephen back in Essex, Connecticut, and he pulled together a group of about a dozen doctors, uh, his friends, and we all sat down and we started drawing the blood from every person there, and then we measured it, looked at it, looked at the rouleaux formation, just looked at the blood in general, and then we grounded everybody for 30 to 40 minutes, and then they looked at the blood again, and what you saw. I wish I had a picture here, but what you saw is everybody had thick, sticky blood. And these were doctors; these were cardiologists, and they were healthy people. And they were all doing the, the you know, the, all the good things, the nutraceuticals, everything. And but their blood was a lot of rouleau really formation. That's all you can see. You can see it in the movie, I think. So afterwards, everybody's blood separated, and it all looked perfectly, you know, round and and the, and the blood cells were, uh, you know, had lots of spacing around them. So then what we did, we did a second study really quick. And what we did was we measured the electrical surface charge on red blood cells. So when you touch the earth, your body equalizes with the earth, but also every cell in your body. But specifically what we were able to measure was red blood cells. And so what happens is, we increased the red blood cells like by, uh, by a factor of 2.2.7 i mean you know 300 percent. so you had that many more electrons on the surface of your red blood cells so now like little negative magnets they were more negatively charged because they you increase the negatives so now they repel each other they can't stick together and now they can go single file into the capillaries and get in and out and oxygenate the tissue and prevent inflammation on all of these kind of things. And so we kind of looked at that same time. So that was the mechanism of action. What happens is when you touch the Earth, your body equalizes with the Earth. You're at the Earth's electrical potential. And that changes your physiology. It changes your blood. And everything works differently. So when you are not grounded, you are stressed. (laughs) I mean, your body is stressed. I mean, it's But one of the main things we learned early on was as soon as you ground the body, inflammation disappears. Mm-hmm. What we didn't realize back then, uh, and Steve, Steve Sinatra, I give credit to Steve for all of this, because again, I, I was approaching it from a cowboy point of view. And I told him, I said, Stephen, no matter what we do, we can put a patch on somebody. We can, we don't whether they're pulling the tooth, whether they have firing arthritis, doesn't matter what we do. You put a patch on them and in a few minutes, the pain's going to go away if it's in you know the hot burning pain and steven said well if you're this is back in 202 he said clint he said if you're if you're making pain go away he says you don't you're, you can't study pain you have to study inflammation because you can't have pain in your body unless you have inflammation first so pain is just a signal to the body and the brain that you have inflammation your body's on fire Your body's being oxidized. And so it didn't make a lot of sense to me at that time because nobody was using the word inflammation. It just was not in the nomenclature. It wasn't in the language. And then um, in 204, Ritger and the boys back at uh, Boston Mass, they came out with the the big study, and and it was on the cover of Time magazine. They said, you don't have cancer. You don't have indigestion. You don't have any of these health disorders. You're talking about what you have. Is chronic inflammation, meaning your your body is on fire. It's and this inflammation will present differently in different people based on their genetics and their lifestyle. So as soon as we understood that, then we saw this. Well, if that's the cause of all these health disorders, then we know the grounding is the cause of inflammation because in our studies, grounding people, inflammation disappears. So we had we just made the uh, you know, common sense, you know, you can't have inflammation in a grounded body. It's an old electrical term. So, but anyhow, what was most interesting was how does inflammation begin? So if you're grounded, then your body's flooded with these free electrons, your red blood cells have, you know, 300% more electrons than they do before. So at that point, you have, you can give up electrons. The blood cell can, You know, and it's not going to harm it. And it's going to get more of them rather quickly anyway. Uh, But if you have no access to electrons other than breathing, eating, drinking water, then you may not have enough of them all the time. So what happens is you have an injury or you have a pathogen or you have a tissue damaged cell. So the the immune system will send a, a neutrophil over. And it will encapsulate the damaged cell or the damaged uh, or the pathogen or whatever, and then it releases reactive oxygen species. And what those are are molecules with uh, an electrical imbalance. They are missing an electron. And so they're going to rip the electrons from the pathogen or the damaged cell and destroy it. That's how the immune system works. <laughs> and that's perfect as long as you're grounded because. If there are any of those remaining radicals, they'll automatically be neutralized by free electrons from the earth in the body. And they can also come from air, food, water, and so on. But that consistent, hardcore, primal, antioxidant supply is the earth itself. Uh, So then we understood what we were doing. We're grounding the bodies like pouring water on a fire, not the fire. But these earths, if you don't have enough electrons, then inflammation gets started and then just feeds on itself. You know, the remaining radical will damage a a healthy, a nearby healthy tissue or a cell damage it. Another neutrophil comes, does the same job, and it's just a chain reaction, just like burning a log. So that's how we came to uh, understand there's a lot more involved. We have all these studies and you know, twenty years of, of research, twenty years of uh, questions and answers and trial and error and but it's so simple. We accidentally disconnected from the earth. We're wearing leather sole shoes, you're you're semi-grounded. We put a rubber sole shoe on it's like putting a rubber jacket on a on an electrical wire. It insulates you and you we we just accidentally lost our electrical connection, which threw our immune system into chaos because it it lost that resource, that ground, that those free electrons that mop up and keep everything stable in the in the internal electrically electrical melee of the body.
0: Yeah. And I want to unpack a lot of what you shared. First and foremost, I think Nike and Adidas, they don't probably like this concept of grounding, right?
1: <laughs> well, that's not true. I, I talked. To, we did some work with Nike a long time ago and and they said, you know, whether it's true or not, they didn't want to touch it because they don't want to be, um, if these things are true that we're claiming, they don't want anything to do with it. But, but mainly what they bottom line was is when the people come into our stores and they want a grounded shoe, we'll have a grounded shoe.
0: There you go. So if you're listening to this, request a grounded shoe, and you'll get it from yeah, these, eventually, these Eventually, oh, you eventually. will get it. Yeah. Uh, so I want to go back to what you said when you had an abscess in your liver because of a, an infected root canal, which all root canals are infected. Uh, so you had, had an abscess in your liver and you were young enough to get the transplant, but it was, it was already, the damage was done. And they pretty much, did they, did they tell you to go get your affairs in order? Like there's nothing we can do here? Yeah, they sent me home.
1: I mean, it was, it, you know, the doctor said, was. oh, we have some good news and we, and we have some not so good news. The good news was they found out what the problem was. I had an abscess in my liver. But it, in fact, they actually drained my liver, the abscess, when I was in the CAT scan. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. So they said, there's not much we can do. Said, you're young enough to get a new liver, but you may not have time. So they said, you need to go home and get your house to, in, in order, or whatever. And... There's nothing more they could do there. And so they sent me home after a few days, and I was on every antibiotic you can imagine. And I had, you know, home care nurses come and go, and whatever. And uh, then, you know, a young surgeon called up, or the, the doc called up, and he said, We have a young surgeon that would like to do some experimental surgery and see how much of this they can cut out. And there's a chance that you can survive. And it, it's, it was quite a process. I did survive, but when I woke up, I was, uh, it was trauma, <laughs> but mainly uh, no energy whatsoever because they had cut out the majority of my liver and the, the main little section that was connected to the arteries and stuff was still there. And they just sewed it up, put it back together. And um, yeah, it was just kind of a, a traumatic situation, but anyway, I did survive it. And, and, but after I survived, I couldn't hardly get out of bed. It took me like a week to get out of bed and walk to the kitchen and over it took me about six months and every day I would walk just a little bit further stretch do things take a golf club and just swing it to kind of break up some of the adhesions and all those kind of things but it took me six months I and, and I hate to say this but it's true there was a 7-eleven store about a mile away and I set up as a goal so every morning I would keep going so that I'd be able to make it to Seven Eleven, get a cup of coffee in one of those fresh hot donuts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I did. And so I made it there. But I think that day I did have to call somebody and take me yeah. back. But that was the end of that.
0: You, you, were, you were 50 years old at that time?
1: Yes, I was 49, 50 years For, old.
0: Yeah. Yes. Did your liver regenerate back to its original?
1: Within less than a year, it regener- re- regenerated to 100% in size. Amazing. It didn't have all the little pockets like they like they do, you know, the yeah. six, eight pockets. But I had, so the lobe that was left, I mean, it regrew to 100% in size,
0: amazing. which is Amazing. Yeah, the the human body is amazing. I know the liver is one of the one of the organs that can regenerate back to 100%. So I love that. That's okay, crazy. So, so I know it is crazy just hear, hearing that. Um I want to define grounding for somebody's listening right now and uh, we might have taken for granted that not everybody knows what grounding is. So what what is your definition of gr- of grounding? Earthing.
1: Well, grounding is generally returned to normal. Uh, you know to get grounded to calm down, settle down, whatever. But in electrical terms, grounding means to be at earth potential. Um, A ground rod is a rod that you drive in the earth that you connect a wire to and then connect it to a house or an electrical supply or device and to maintain the chassis at earth potential. So it means the earth has a, a reservoir of free electrons. And so they come up the ground rod, up the wire, uh, to the chassis, and the chassis is equal to the earth. So that's when you say a device is earthed or something is grounded. So, And at that point, it's to prevent static charge, electrical noise, lightning charge. It's to prevent charge.
0: So how does a human being get that benefit with earth?
1: It's, well, the easiest thing to do is something we did for millions or millennia, is you take your shoes off, stand barefoot on the earth. Your body automatically, naturally acclimates to earth potential. And at that time, and I make this claim to everybody, and I, I have the proof, you can't have inflammation in a grounded body.
0: Mm. So what makes, the, what makes the feet more um, beneficial than, say, like your hands?
1: Well, I think the hands are equal. If you just put your hands on the earth, in my mind, intuitively, uh, I said, you know, these are your ground paws. I mean, throughout time, your feet were on the earth. Again, cowboy logic. Your feet were on the earth and your hands were touching green things or animals or, you know, it's like a horse. You're riding a horse. I mean, he's the most well-grounded animal there is when you're riding him bareback. And it's just a, a powerful experience. There's a lot of history on that also. But um, so the feet and the hands have the most nerve endings of any single point in the body. And you have sweat glands. So your feet and your hands are going to sweat more than anything else. Um, if you're, you know, depending uh, on your situation, but the feet you put your shoe on, put a sock on, shoe, put a shoe on, your foot's going to sweat and hydrate that shoe rather quickly.
0: Do you give grounding benefits if you're wearing socks?
1: Uh, yeah, because again, you the sock, I'm talking about a normal type sock, yes, because your sock, your feet hydrate, they perspire and they hydrate, you know, the sock. It's like when you sit in a car and you get out, you can feel the dampness on the back of your shirt yeah. or your pants. If you go to bed and you lay down and bed, your, your sheets are going to have some dampness that are, is going to rise quite quickly.
0: And then you said you get some grounding. If you're wearing leather shoes, you get partial grounding.
1: Yes. In, in, in partial, And I have to qualify that a little bit. If you were wearing a, an Indian type moccasin moccasin, like a, you know, a doe skin or uh, any kind of a, a very thin leather, those are pretty grounding almost instantly because your body, again, your feet perspire and you have the body salts. And so that, Moisture and those salts make the shoes very conductive. If you take a rather a more conventional shoe, like from Italy or Spain, they have no plastic in them whatsoever. They they're 100% leather. And so as you wear them, and the more you wear them, then again you build up the salts and you build up the moisture into in the leather. They will dry out, but the more you wear them, the more grounding they are. An electrician will not wear a leather sole shoe.
0: Mm. Interesting. So out of all, you said uh, 24, 25 published research studies, correct? Yes. What's been the most surprising benefit you've seen from grounding? Um,
1: The most surprising is the fact that the blood dramatically shifts and changes. That's the most dramatic. I mean, I think that's the most profound, I guess. But the most interesting study I think that people will find is we took we didn't take it, but the uh, some docs at um, Hershey Clinic in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and they were involved with the University of Pennsylvania, uh, they grounded, I th- think, 28 babies, preemies. And the, the, the problem is these preemies have a lot of, um, they're in a fight or flight state. So they have a lot of, I mean, they have a lot of inflammation. They have a lot of the colics and all of the problem the, all problems that go with these babies and, and they're they're in these cribs i mean these plastic boxes and they have monitors on them and they have everything and so the biggest problem with them is trying to calm them down or keep them get rid of the fighter, reduce the fight or flight anyhow they put a patch on them grounded them to the earth via the electrical ground and within seconds they had normalized the vagal tone the vagal tone is you know it's your heart rate variability. I mean, normalizing your heart rate variability, the autonomic nervous system. And then they calmed down and it was life. I mean, it's just, it's a very dramatic thing. So it, what was really neat about all of it is there's no placebo effect. And yet we had, you know, like a 60, 70% improvement in vagal tone in these babies within, you know, minutes. Wow. And, and so, but that's why anybody who gets grounded—it works for adults too. If you go out, if you're all stressed out and you're all wired up because of the day or because of business or, or whatever it might be, just go outdoors, take your shoes off. It's hard to be upset or mad when you get your bare feet on the earth. It just drains it out of you. It calms you down.
0: Absolutely. I, I made a video about mastering stress, and one of the tips in there was to ground yourself. Ten, fifteen minutes a day, just walk barefoot. What are some areas that, let's say, I, I live in Miami. You're in California. We have the beach. So nearby and that's probably the best place to ground. Let's say you don't have the the ocean, you don't have the beach, what are the next options for somebody? Well,
1: the, you know, grass, anywhere, if grass is growing, there's moisture and there's electrical conductivity because grass won't grow if there's not. Uh, so anywhere that there's grass, uh, anywhere that there's earth that would, uh, a plant would normally grow in that soil, uh, there's good ground. So Earth, literally anywhere, and you know the the electric field of the Earth is universal. It's in, I mean it's it's global. I mean and, and and it moves at the speed of light. So it's everywhere. Um, so touching anything that's you know the Earth, grass, sand, dirt, so on. Uh, a lot of people say, well, they can't do that or they don't have that. And I said, well, if the concrete. In your patio is sitting on the earth. It's not on a wood box frame or anything. If you're sitting on the earth, it's earth. So it may. Be, I mean, and it does hold moisture because if you go stand for just a couple of minutes on the sidewalk, you'll move your foot and you'll see your footprint. So that's moisture from you and the concrete. So, uh, but so the, just sitting on the back porch with your bare feet on the earth is one way to do it. And you may want to water it down a little bit with a hose so that they have a lot of conductivity. And But it's very, those are the simplest way to do it.
0: What about the shower?
1: Um, some showers uh, in older buildings who, uh, where everything is still copper, uh, the cold water is still copper, that is grounding. So most people feel better after they take a shower.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And is it the water? I mean, water itself is not conductive. Uh, The mineral in water will make it conductive, but the shower, a warm bath, I mean, in the evening, uh, uh, is gonna have some kind of a charge on it. But the earth itself, touching the earth with your hands or your bare feet are the easiest and most natural. That's all there is. I mean, it's it's what it is. Uh, You can touch a cold water faucet, it's connected to the earth, it's grounded. You can touch a radiator in some of the older buildings in New York or wherever. They're grounded as long as they're not painted over too much, Um, so on. But beyond that, that's why when we did all of our studies, we had to create ground planes. I mean, a ground plane to me, in electrically speaking, is, is a pad or a mat or patches or bands or something we could ground subjects with so that we could... Connect them with biofeedback equipment, or you know, just whatever, and and in order to do our studies. And it was interesting back in that time. You know, everybody uh, that was, you know, the subjects who were participating in the studies, as we made up some of these pads. You know, a foot by two feet, and they were conductive, and we had them sleep on them under their sheet. And then we would go to pick them up because some of them were working and some of them weren't because of the studies. But the people who were sleeping on that were grounded, they all wanted to keep them. And <laughs> they all wanted them for their moms or whoever. And so we call this an accidental business because we had no intention or no idea that we would ever be selling grounding products. The only thing we were focused on in the early time stages was if this is... What if we think it is, then this is something the world needs to know about.
0: Yeah, and I actually have one of the patches right now on me that you sent me uh, some some patches and the, the grounding mat for my bed. So I have it on my lower back because my lower back has been bothering me the last few days. And I'm just here sitting at my desk and I've had it on my back for probably the last two hours as I've been in and out of my office. So I personally know the benefits of grounding myself because uh, I, we were speaking before we hit live on this podcast, but I saw Dr. Steven Sinatra speak at the Live Lead for Conference doc- with Dr. Pampa back in Boca two years ago. And he blew my mind with the research on it, talking about what you were talking about, how it thins the blood, it's like taking a handful of antioxidants. And he talked about combining it with, with uh, coenzyme Q10 to knock out like a migraine and, and standing in front of the ocean breeze and just moving energy around with your hands. And ever since I heard that, every time I'm in the ocean I'm moving energy around and I'm going into the water. And when I get home, I feel great and I get probably the best night of sleep that I've gotten all week that day. So what exactly is happening there with, in relation to our cortisol levels? Because I heard you talk on Ben Greenfield's podcast about you were testing cortisol and it was it was syncing the circadian rhythm with grounding. Could, could you touch a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, that was really quite interesting. It was one of the, that was the, uh, I did the first uh, anecdotal study and, and then we did the uh, so we needed something more quantifiable. So uh, I found a um, anesthesiologist that um, wanted to help do a study, and so what we decided to do was to measure cortisol. We had measure cortisol every four hours for 24 hours. Then we grounded people for six to eight weeks, and then we remeasured their cortisol every four hours for 24 hours.
0: Saliva cortisol?
1: Yes. And what we found was that everybody's cortisol – the younger women, it was primarily women, but the younger ladies, they had high cortisol in way high in the morning, and they were stressed, and they had elevated cortisol at night. they weren't sleeping well. And then they become fatigued during the day because the cortisol went up and then it crashed. And then so it, it kind of looked like spaghetti, the cortisol. I have a little I don't know if you can see that or not, but that yeah. was be so everybody's cortisol looked like spaghetti.
0: So on YouTube, you're able to see that video, uh, the, uh, the, the graph right there. It, look, it spikes up and down for those of you listening. Yeah.
1: And then for, um, after we grounded them, I got to make sure I got the right one on the bottom. You can see how they all synchronized and lined up together. Yeah. And um, so what this meant was because at 4 a.m., your blood, I mean, or your cortisol skyrockets over a two-hour period. And that's what allows you to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, and and to operate and function. But what we learned was the older ladies who had adrenal fatigue, adrenal burnout, or low cortisol, their cortisol came up, and the younger ladies who had extremely high anxiety, high cortisol, theirs came down. And two things we learned most of all, if you normalize cortisol at midnight, you're going to sleep. Sleep is autonomic. The only reason that you don't sleep is because you are in a flight, fight or flight state. You are thinking about something. your mind or something is going on. and you have to keep one eye open. It's the bear in the woods concept. Your fight or flight system is elevated. And so that elevates cortisol. and you're not going to sleep when your cortisol is elevated. So reducing cortisol then is number one thing, sleep improves. But what we learned from the stewardesses, We had three stewardesses in the study that we had to remove from the study because they were three hours off. Their cortisol was three hours off from everybody, but they were based in New York and spend three or four days a week in San Diego. And so we got them in the study because they were available. And so what we found was that if you're living in the... East Coast time frame, you come to California, your cortisol is off three. that's jet lag. So if you come and stand barefoot on the earth for 15 minutes after you fly anywhere, then it resets your circadian cortisol profile. I mean, you're queuing. And and how we know that is because we have this elevated spike in cortisol at 4 a.m. And it starts at 4 a.m. So as soon as those stewardesses got grounded and spent time on the West Coast, then their cortisol synchronized with the California people.
0: That's super cool. So it was an adaptive response with their adrenals and their cortisol. So I always tell people to ground after after a flight, and I do it myself, for jet lag. But also, it syncs you to the new time zone you're in.
1: Yes, but it, but it's the earth. Because at 4 in the morning, there's no daylight that could be affecting you know, this cueing this, or there's there's nothing in the environment. So it had to be just the increase in the amplitude of the Earth's electric field, because that's the only thing changing at that time. That's the only thing we changed, because the Earth's electric field goes up and down on a profile, you know, a circadian profile tied to the sun, nighttime, daytime. And so the, at noon, the uh, amplitude of Earth's electric field is the highest, and at midnight, it's the lowest. So about 4 a.m., that's when the you know, the earth starts leaking over from the other side. And so that's a cueing device. So our circadian cortisol is regulated by, by the earth, <laughs> the frequency of the earth.
0: So fascinating. Yeah, it's amazing. And I heard Dr. Sinatra, when I saw him speak, he said that his favorite thing to do after a thunderstorm, I think he's based out of Tampa, or he used to be, is to go outside and walk barefoot after a thunderstorm, yet you actually get more of the grounding benefits. And can you explain that?
1: Yes. When you have lightning, rain, thunder, all of these things going on, and you especially have a bunch of it down there. Yeah. So the, the, the clouds, you know, you have at noon, you have evaporation, you know. 10 o'clock to about 1 o'clock, you have evaporation. And then at 2 o'clock, or 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, as the sun moves, or the Earth moves, sun stills there, so the atmosphere starts cooling. And so that's when you have condensation. And then you have these electron imbalances. The bottom of the cloud is uh, positively charged, and the top of the cloud is negatively charged. And so now we have this great imbalance. So you have a welling up of free electrons on the surface of the earth uh, sufficient to equalize the positive charge in the clouds. And then you have these, the lightning, which balances all of that out. And in the process, the surface of the earth, especially with the water, becomes highly negatively charged. You can smell it in the air. Mm-hmm. You can smell the ions and so on. And so that's kind of how it all works. Um, the other thing, too, is if you if you go to the top of a mountain, (laughs) I mean, and you're grounded, then the atmosphere is positive, the Earth is negative, so there's this pull. It's like a a negative and a positive side of a magnet that they snap together. So the Earth is, I mean, the atmosphere, the molecules and everything is ions in the atmosphere are, I mean, it's all pulling free electrons. From the earth through you up through your body and you are an antenna in the sense that you're projecting a negative charge from the earth so it's you you feel more electrified more energetic when you see when you see this if you're underneath of a tree you don't feel this so much but you're equal but mm-hmm. if you go out in the middle of a golf course then you are more a an antenna radiating radiating earth's electric field and you are more energized
0: Interesting. So my fellow Floridians, after a thunderstorm is done, go outside and walk barefoot on some wet grass right there, and you'll get that benefit. Or go on top of a mountain. Do pets? And my dog's here right now, and I had and I just popped in my mind. Do pets benefit from grounding as well? Oh, absolutely.
1: It's like, and I'm glad you asked. You know, because this is one of the things we found in our studies done along the way. Is you look at the animal kingdom, and uh, there's a, a National Wildlife Center up in Wisconsin, Madison. And they had examined like 100,000 animals over some period of years. And they only found cancer in you know, like 13 or 14 of situations, and they could trace those to contamination of their environment. So <clears throat> the bottom line is the animals don't have cardiovascular disease. They don't have lupus. They don't have MS. They don't have cancer. They don't have any of these modern health disorders but all of the animals who live indoors with their owners manifest the same health disorders as their owners. So that's why we know it's environment and that further supports what we find with the uh, studies. It's like, I know a lot about horses. In the old days, you could ride horses and you'd have to put shoes on in the summer sometimes because you're, for different reasons. But anyhow, they were the horses were pretty much all grounded. But then came along, Uh, You know, we had to keep the horses in the barn, put them on dry concrete, and then we put them on rubber mats, and then all of a sudden we had high levels of arthritis, all these issues that go on with the horses, respiratory issues and so on, and you have to call the vet, and so you couldn't afford to keep a horse anymore because of the vet bills. But we know now that if you take these horses and uh, get rid of those stalls or put in grounded mats in their stalls, it's life-changing for them or put them out in the pasture afterwards and leave them there. Quit trying to protect them <laughs> with roots. It's like, I, I go to vitamin off subject here, but you know, everybody's living in these houses and we don't get any more sunlight. So we everybody's suffering from low vitamin D. Well, when we were kids, I maybe mean, we lived outdoors, you couldn't get us in the house. So it's all of these, nature has provided us everything. Uh, and we've, Disconnected in many many ways from the sunlight, from the earth, and 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 we don't eat live food anymore by and large. I do my best to, but we our food is processed. I mean all these issues, and this earthing. I've always said it's not a it's not about earthing. It's earthing is a wake up call to say well, this is what we've done to ourselves, folks. We got to wake up if if our health, all of these health issues are related to. These other issues, we need to look at everything we're doing and we need to re-identify who we are and where our place in nature is and find ways to bring nature into our living environments or whatever it is that we have to do to fix this.
0: Yeah, I always tell people, the closer we could get back to our ancestral roots, the healthier we're going to be. And the great thing about it, Clint, is that a lot of these, these ancient healing tools that we're talking about, grounding is one of them, are free, uh, fasting, fasting. Right, free sleep, free practicing gratitude, free uh, grounding slash earthing, free, and I and I call grounding vitamin G. It's such a powerful vitamin. And it's all free. It just requires you to have that wake up call. Like if you're listening to this right now, this is a wake up call. Because a lot of people back in 1999, we talking about, if we were talking about this, they'd say, oh yeah, this guy Clint, he's off the charts crazy. He's woo woo. But now there's actually research out there backing this up. So if you're skeptical, then I want you to get this book, Earthing. Because you, you have a lot of research in this book, this is and in you, and your documentary "Earthing" as well. So, talk to us about this book. Share what what are your favorite things about this book, and where they could get it.
1: Well, the book it's uh, Stephen and Marty co-authored the book, Marty Zucker and Stephen Sinatra, and. Um, I wanted to finish up all the research and keep, keep on going. And they said, no, this is important. you got to write a book and get this thing out there. So Marty just hounded me to death. And we eventually sat down and started putting these stories together and putting the research together and putting everything so that we could get it out there. Now, the, the book is, I don't know, it's got to be close to a million because <clears throat> I know that there's six seven 700,000 in the U.S. The book is published in 24 different languages languages and it's also in digital formats so heaven only knows how so it's got a life of its own it's never really ever been promoted it's just one of those books that people buy and share and promote but anyhow the book is um the big issue was in my mind uh i said you know earthing was given it was given the name earthing because i have an electrical background and anything you connect electrically to the earth is it's called earth. (laughs) And So that's how it got its name. And um, everybody who read it, and there's a lot of people who have their notes, you know, different authors and different scientists, all, everybody came along and said, you know, this is really interesting. And so they all signed off on putting some little quotes in the book. But to me, I said, you know, if this book is anything, it is the most important health discovery ever. And it's not because I had anything to do with it. Anybody could have done a better job of getting it out faster than I did. But what it is, the reason it's important, because it is so profound, the effects that it has on, you know, from the blood to the autonomic nervous system. And um, and it's like what we try to get across in the book is if you have a health disorder, you know, Health is your body's most natural state. Uh, You can see that in the animal world, and in some of the indigenous cultures. So if you have a health issue, something is interfering with your immune system sufficient that it can't maintain health, because the immune system is the strongest thing on the planet. I mean, it's just profound what the immune system can do. But if you stress the immune system like disinflammation. If you have chronic inflammation, then your immune system is chronically busy trying to take care of the inflammation. So it, it weakens the immune system. So now you're vulnerable and you're stressed. But if you get grounded, then the, the, the inflammation stops. The Earth itself just flooding the body with free electrons prevents the inflammation, puts the fire out. If you have MS, the minute you get grounded and your body becomes negative, you don't have MS. You have the damage from MS, and it will eventually, you know, recover depending on how far advanced. But you don't have MS. You don't have the the inflammatory component the minute you get grounded. So it doesn't matter what's wrong if you have pain in your body, if you have stress disorder, then your immune system is compromised. You need to look at what's compromising your immune system, not necessarily trying to fix this particular disease or that disease. That's what the Boston study was about, uh, Ridger and those guys. I mean, you don't have all these health disorders. What you have is inflammation. You gotta put the fire out.
0: Yeah, and it goes with, with uh, being overweight. Like somebody listening to this right now who's following the keto diet and doing fasting, they just can't seem to get to that ideal weight. Well, the excess weight is a symptom, right? What is the cause? Inflammation is linked to that as well. When you have inflammation, your fat burning hormones cannot get into your cells, it can't produce the job. So adding something like grounding to whatever you're doing right now could only benefit you. So somebody's probably wondering, and they're gonna probably ask me, how long should I ground for? And I know more is better, but what is the bare minimum each day for somebody to start seeing some benefits?
1: Well, the younger you are, the better the less you need because your body is so resilient and has so many resources. <clears throat> but the average person, if you're eating well, taking good care of yourself and so on, the, the minimum is probably a half hour twice a day. In the morning, you you're full of inflammation because you've been static in bed all night. That's why you have to move around and get your joints loosened up, go outdoors and ground. Uh, at night before you go to bed, you got to get the static and all the stress out of your body. So that will help. But as you age, and especially women, it's like 75, 80% of all autoimmune disease, uh, women, I mean, it's female. Men go out and play golf, they're outdoors, they're more, you know, outdoors, they're more earthy. Women are stuck in the house, stuck in the workplace, they don't have the hands-on, whatever. So, but for women, it's, it's you know, the grounding works uh, that way, but they need more grounding. Uh, it's like, if, if somebody has... Lupus, MS, all of these really severe chronic health disorders. We started out grounding them eight hours a day and they would get great results. And then by 10 o'clock after they got up, they would start going downhill. So then we found out, ground them 16 hours a day and get them 12 to 16 hours a day. And then you started seeing real progress because you can't ground yourself eight hours and then go out and take 16 hours of abuse. Some people can, some people can't. So it's really, there's no one answer. Uh, the way I try to tell everybody, if you have pain in your body, if you have stress, if you have anxiety, irritability, uh, depression, and you're using food to make you feel self better or whatever it is, you need to get grounded because you've got to stop the anxiety. That's from living in a chronically elevated sympathetic state. The irritability is, is because the inflammation is starting to build and the depression is because you've lost, you've given up because you're in such a mentally depressed I mean, physiologically, your, your health is compromised.
0: Yeah, so somebody, somebody listening to this is probably thinking, how am I going to ground that much? I have a job, I have kids. So what are some things you can do? I have the patch and then you have that grounding mat on your bed. How can you use that to make up for the time you can't go outside and, and ground?
1: Well, the thing that as we were doing the studies, it became very apparent that we... We started out just by putting the patches on like you have.
0: Yeah, this is this is it right here. I have it on my lower back.
1: Yeah, for an acute situation, there's nothing more magical than the patch. Uh, some people sleep with the patch, especially athletes and so on that are trying to recover from the day's injuries and so on. But anyhow, so what we found was we started out doing some of our st- uh, our, our studies with a one-foot-wide by two-foot-long, pad that had conductive in it, conductive fibers and we connected them to the earth so those people they all wanted to keep them and they all wanted m- more of them and we didn't have them except for some ragtag stuff left from the study and so we felt there's a demand and then we recognized that the most important thing we can do for people is to ground them during sleep for many reasons but the main reason is i would say 90 percent of your restoration, i mean your recovery occurs during sleep yeah. so you you need to reduce the inflammation so that the body can do what it do do its magic at night yeah it, but the other thing too was you work with people you know you can put them on any kind of a program you can give them anything but compliance is the toughest thing in the world there is so with grounding we said okay well this is really good because we can put it in the bed we can put it under the sheet then they can lay down go to sleep they're grounded the next night they come home, they don't have to do about any, do anything, don't have to think about anything, but they're getting grounded eight hours a night. And within days, they're going to they're gonna be a different person. Their the information is going yeah. to come
0: down. Just by sleeping on the mat. Yeah. So I have the mat. So the you could put your bed sheet over it and you still get the benefits and you want the conductive side face, you want to be lying on the conductive side, correct? Yes. Uh-huh. And that's a simple thing you could do. So I'm going to put a link for uh, ground therapy, uh, and there's a coupon code for free shipping. And I'll put a link in the notes for you all, for the Keto Campers, to explore the products you have, like the one I have right now, the patch. So if you have an injury, if you have an inflamed area, you put the patch on there, and it brings down the pain. You have the grounding mat that you put underneath your bed sheet that I'm I'm sleeping with the last seven days, and it will help you get better sleep and it'll help bring down inflammation. So all the products that you have, I'm going to put a link for it in the notes of this podcast.
1: Yeah, and one of the main things I want to tell you what happens is most of the people who buy the product or get the product for the first time, within a week, most of the ladies will call their mom and say, mom, you've got to have this. And they'll take and give their bed pad to their mom or their sister or their girlfriend. And that's because every, the women want to share this. The guys, especially the athletes, they keep be pretty tight chested.
0: <laughs> what, what are the, some of the things that they notice that, they, that they're so excited about? What, what are they going to notice? What benefits?
1: <clears throat> well, the first thing they're going to do if they have anxiety, irritability, uh, stress, uh, and that's because of inflammation. So first of all, the inflammation is going to come down They're, and then that's going to allow them to begin the recovery process that may take a couple three days. then they start sleeping better. then the recovery is better. they feel better. They have they, the thing I hear from most ladies uh, is after they've been grounded for a week, two weeks, whatever, Thank you. I got my life back. It is crazy. I hear it so often. What they want is their life back. They get their life back. They get their energy back. The body can return to normal. They get their, their health, their natural health back. That doesn't mean this is the end all cure all. It is not. But it is fundamental. It is foundational. Your respiration is going to change. Your healing is going to change. It's going to be more advanced because the body now has all the free electrons to prevent the inflammation, which prevents healing. That's a big one. It's it's. But anyhow, they're going to feel better. Their complexion is going to change. A lot of women say, you know, this is a beauty treatment because they do. They look 10 years younger because they, they improve circulation in the capillary, the skin capillaries. And um, uh, they just... Feel better, and they have more energy, and that's what they want.
0: Yeah, and the sicker you are, the, the more benefits you're going to get,
1: and the uh, faster the faster the, you get, the
0: faster you're going to get it. So, um, I I highly recommend first and foremost getting the book Earthing. And if you're watching this on YouTube, this is what it looks like. Where can they get this book?
1: Uh, you can get it uh, online anywhere.
0: Is the same on the same website where Ground Therapy is?
1: Yes, and yeah. and then they give you one free with every. Matt, I think.
0: There you go. So when you buy your mat, uh, you'll get this for free. And then the documentary is called The Earthing Movie, The Remarkable Science of Grounding. I'll put a link for that uh, in the notes. It's earthingmovie.com. I love the cover right there. It's free. So go ahead and get these these two things. And I have one final question for you before we wrap this up, Clint. And that question is, uh, what are you grateful for today?
1: Well, I'm grateful for the opportunity <laughs> to sit here and share everything I really am because it's a passion you know I'm 75 years old now I started this 20 years ago and um, every morning I get up and I know what my life's about and every night when I go to sleep I, I know what my life's about and I am grateful that I've been allowed to participate in this it isn't just me it's it's a large group of people that help with this but to be a part of something that you can create that every person on the planet can benefit from and is free, that's pretty remarkable.
0: It is remarkable and uh, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you went through that, that scary situation with the abscess in your liver and I'm grateful that you had that young doctor want to perform a, an experimental surgery uh, because if it wasn't for that, who knows what would happen? Uh, this this probably wouldn't be around, these books, and you probably wouldn't be around. So I'm grateful for that, doctor. I want to acknowledge you for the work that you've been doing the last uh, 20 years now. In this space, you are a pioneer. You, Steven, Dr. Sinatra, and, and many others that are in this space talking about grounding, talking about earthing. I love talking about it. It's one of my favorite things because it's free. Like you said, every human being can benefit, every animal can benefit from grounding. So... I want to say thank you for your work. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for continuously showing up. And I appreciate you spending part of your day with me in the Keto Camp community. So thank you so much, Clint.
1: Appreciate it. Take care.
0: I hope you enjoyed that interview, that conversation with Clint Ober. I'm sure you just have your mind blown right now. And insert that emoji with the mind being blown. I know that when I first came across the benefits of grounding, I thought that this can't be real. This can't be serious. Is this real? And yes, it is real. And I really hope this inspires you to get out there, do some grounding. Check out the ground therapy website uh, for some cool tools like the patch that I mentioned on this episode, the sleeping mat. They also have a $3,500 grounding chair, uh, (laughs) which is pricey, but if you could afford that, Heck yeah, do it. You'll get benefits from that grounding chair. But they also have other products that are not as much. So go ahead. I'll put that link in the podcast notes along with the timestamps, along with all of the resources we mentioned on this episode. Be sure to explore that because we do it for you. We have somebody full-time putting the notes together for you. So explore that on the podcast I also made a video on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash KetoCamp, Five Amazing Benefits of Grounding. So if you want to watch that and you're inspired because you just listened to this episode, I'll put a link for that episode in the notes as well. Or you could just head to youtube.com slash KetoCamp and just type in grounding and you'll see that video that I did all about grounding Go ahead and subscribe to that YouTube channel as well because we're releasing five brand new videos on that channel every single week, and I also go live on Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern time on the Keto Camp YouTube channel. If you're interested in learning more about fasting, I wrote a fasting cheat sheet, which is a bestseller on Amazon. I answer the top 20 questions on fasting, and I back it up with science. You can get that for free over at www.fastingcheatsheet.com. Go claim that. I want to thank you so much for listening to this entire episode through. As a reminder, post this on your Instagram profile or story. Tag me at TheBenazade, and I'll be sure to share it as well. Have a great day, and you'll hear me on the next episode.